Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. As most things often do, Colerain's arrangement with the Deviants had started as a simple one. They'd cornered him at a dive in Sandbar, a popular spot he'd heard that a particular salamander wharf had passed through. He intended to have words with her, and instead, that night, he found himself face-to-face with one Bumfrey Hogart. The former privateer captain and her posse of deviants could have killed him right there. He was lucky, she had said, that his reputation as a wanderer killer had preceded him. If not for that, their little gang would have torn him apart on sight without a second thought. But she had come to offer him something. An out. A quick and dirty agreement. A place among the ranks of those who hated him and those like him. It takes a wanderer to hunt wanderers, Mr. McDougal, she told him. And your abilities are second only to a few. You can keep killing, but you'll do it on my order, when I say. Is that clear? At the time, it was clear as crystal, but there were facets to this jewel that he could never have foreseen. Welcome to Play By Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Hello, ladies. Laura Coe. Hello, also, ladies. And Liam Higgins. hey And today, it has been a while since we actually got together to play. A hot a sack, yeah. Yeah, it's been a hot sack. And we're going to jump forward from our uh, flashback arc. Woo! Yeet. We're going back to the future. Right. But before we did our flashback arc, the last thing that happened, as a refresher, we went to Oxbow. We sure did. And we learned a little bit about uh, DeGrasse's backstory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His whole deal. Dear Lord, did we learn a lot. And mm-hmm. all the people in town who hate him and who he hates. Mm-hmm. It's a very like, symbiotically bad relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes both ways. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And we also learned a little bit more. Uh, for instance, uh, the miasma is moving again. And also there are people who are going into the miasma, not coming out, but not dying. Mm-hmm. People who seem to be transformed in some way into a new species of being. I bet the miasma has something to do with that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> that's, a, that's probably a good yeah, assumption. You know I, that I crunched the numbers. Weird apocalyptic purple fog. I bet that's got something to do with this weirdness. <laughs> I think so, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> this is this is DeGrasse Tillfield's tin, like tinfoil hat moment. You didn't even know I went into character already. I'm already in character. <laughs> DeGrasse is here at the table with us. Yeah. Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Liam is a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys uh, set off from Oxbow after visiting the Tillfield homestead, uh, and you set off to go to Lockstock, a settlement on the edge of the Emerald Firth, which is more toward like the center of shard and your trip has been a very long how long did we say like a month uh, three weeks i think like two or three weeks God. two or three weeks or... probably three if can i'm looking let me look at the map <laughs> can you imagine being I think we, I think cooped we... up 
We layer that as a month or three weeks or a month. From Oxmo? Oh, shit. That's definitely like three weeks to a month. <laughs> yeah, no. We're going to call it an even month. Yeah. It took you guys a month. You were in a of, carriage for th- for a month? You were in a you were in a small building for a month. Somehow we managed to not kill each other. We drank heavily. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. part of it. Probably how you got there, yeah. And as you guys are nearing the end of your journey, you're about 20 miles out from your destination. You can see these old decrepit palisades that uh demark the location of lockstock how many of you have been there before just you sierra uh, yeah okay so sierra's been to lockstock probably not lyra i don't think so either all right probably not which is why she's so adamant about going back <laughs> yeah the babies have not been because <laughs> lockstock is a piece of garbage town it's a Piece, it's 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 a shithole. Like Oxbow was a shithole, but this is a shithole. <laughs> it's a shithole for very different reasons. Yeah. So you think Lockstock is a shithole? Yeah. That's not an Yoink. entirely unfair assessment. It isn't. So what you know about Lockstock is that it is uh, the military center of Shard. It is near constantly under attack by uh, aberrations out of the miasma because they basically live on the border between the Miasma and Shard out in the Emerald Firth. And the town itself uh, doesn't so much have an active like guard presence as it is uh, pretty much constantly occupied as far as like there is a constant military presence. Mm-hmm. I rest my case. Shithole. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it's a very like symbiotic relationship. Like the people who live there are like mostly support staff for the military and the people who aren't support staff are active military and they protect the town from aberrations. Mm-hmm. So it's like practically an army base of a town. Basically, yeah. And it's, uh, you would also know that uh, it is bi- like built out of the remnants of this massive castle. Hmm. Like think like Winterfell and like Winterfell's like surrounding area. Hmm. We're all Jesus a town. fuck. Yeah. Nice. It's like if they tore the walls of Winterfell down and made it and the town around it. Is like there a wall? It's own town. Um, ish. Is, is there a wall? Ish kind battlements. of battlements. There's definitely. Uh, there's it's battlements. definitely like reinforced battlements. It's like the, the probably the newest part of town would be the wall. I'm down for the city, but at the same time, it's still a shithole. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty. And it is sort of like the the city itself it does sort of slope toward the old castle. As far as like the newer buildings going up that way, and it's like. Smaller buildings first, where like people will live, and then like shops, and then the castle itself, which is like this big citadel bastion. And you can sort of make out the top of that particular bastion peeking out above the trees of the Emerald Firth as you guys are winding through uh, the pathways. And then you come to a stop, a slow halt. What do you do? Well, we're in Lockstock now. Uh. Well, funny you should ask. Uh. Sierra, you know you're not in Lockstock yet. I know. Yeah, we're we're not in Lockstock yet. But oh. you've stopped. But we've stopped. Well, then we should keep going towards Lockstock. That's where we're going. Is this like a like a military blockade or something? I'm I'm gonna go see what's going up on front. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> you head out onto the driver's platform, uh, and uh, the road ahead of you is actually blockaded. There is uh, what looks like a uh, fairly well-staffed like guard post, like a sentry point, like a little, a little like small like lodging building, and a couple of like uh, 
small fortifications out by the roadside. And there are some men in very well-pressed military uniforms standing around these fortifications out by the side of the road. And there is one in particular who is standing in the center, blocking your path. Do who's who's driving right now, Buck? Buck, yes. Does he have anything to say about this? Uh, they told me to stop. I think I should listen to them. Well, that's kind can I of. Look up, can I look outside the carriage? You can. Okay, I'm going to look outside the carriage and see. If, I'm going to see who's standing there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's nobody you know, but it. Oh, thank God. You see, in the center of the street. There is this uh, particularly well-outfitted soldier in his very nice dress uniform, saber on his hip, just a chest full of like medals. Human? Wharf? Elf? Human. Okay. And he's flanked by two uh, subordinates. Uh, All right, everyone stay in the carriage. And there are a group of three of these soldiers walking toward uh, Bazin's Bazaar. Oh boy. Are you sure you're the best person to talk to, you know, someone in a position of authority? Have you been to the city? No, but I know you, and I have been stuck in a carriage with you for uh, about a month. I know exactly how you are. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best idea. I. Listen, I'm not going out there alone. Bazine's coming with me. It is my caravan, so I. Think they're going to want to talk to me. He has literally no choice. Yeah. Please don't let her say anything stupid. This will be, it'll be fine. This is probably just some routine check. Usually is. I'm going to tag along. All right, if you insist, but this shouldn't take more than five minutes. I'm just going to nap. Yeah, you do that. And the three of you walk outside through the main entrance of Zine's Bazaar. Yeah. And you come to meet with these three soldiers in their uniforms. And these look like, like, young kids probably like fairly new enlistees like my age <laughs> yeah wait the two or all of them uh the three the little like party that came forward oh okay to greet the three of you and they've got like like just shitty facial hair <laughs> and bad haircuts oh including the what about the very decorated person uh the he is still standing in the street with his two subordinates okay they sent out. But a he's par- he's sent- older looking. Yeah, he's probably like, he looks about in his forties. And okay. he sent his lackeys to deal with us. Wow, never worth his time. They're sending out just like a <laughs> fuck you party. Yeah, he sent out a <laughs> fuck you party because we're not worth it apparently. Oh, the commander said that we're supposed to search your wagon. Wow, is that really how you talk? You're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he, woke, he woke me up. <laughs> That won't be. He up. sticks his head out. <laughs> that I can talk. I'm trying well, to go to what's sleep. What's with how I talk? Uh, please I- ignore him. He's uh, drowsy. Um, what for? Is there anything in particular that you're? You know, we're just you know merchants. We're supposed to be on high alert. There's some weird stuff that seems to be coming out of the miasma recently. So they uh they upped the guard posts. Okay, I mean we're not like harboring anyone but all right that sounds like a very specific denial this is why you shouldn't talk well i mean to be honest we're not Uh, harboring uh, uh, anyone uh, i'm uh, just uh, 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 this is why you shouldn't talk young man can i please speak to your superior officer i don't mean i don't want to make a scene out of any of this i would just rather deal with someone who has experience 
let's put it that way. Sure, that's a nice way to say it. It's nicer than what I would said. What she mean when you say it? Please don't provoke her. She's a lot. Just, okay. just get the, just get the old man in the nicely dressed outfit. I guess over there. Uh, we, we still have to search the wagon. So, uh, are we, can we please come in? Go ahead, but one of you needs to go and get that man soon. All right, I'll go talk to him. You guys go in and start looking around. And he sort of bristles past you and heads back toward the man in the street. And the other two sort of just very casually stroll in. You can tell they're sort of looking at you funny, though. Can I make something clear? Yes. Uh, the book is in her bag. Okay. It's in Lyra's bag. Hmm. All right. So they're not going to see it poking around in there. Interesting. Good thing they're not searching your persons. <laughs> We're gonna eat no. No. <laughs> We're gonna eat all sorts <laughs> of persons. Fuck you. That wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> you see the young men you were just speaking to uh, hurry over to this uh, officer, and you see them talk aside for a moment, and then he lifts his hand up and motions for the three of you to come over. And here we go. <laughs> Please don't say anything mean or you know incendiary, which I mean, no pun intended, but yeah, that's kind of just how you are. Sure. I'll try and do that thing you just said. And at this point, you you guys are walking over there. You look behind you and back at the bazaar. Uh, one of the soldiers has come back out and he's escorting Holly Bell and Spiegel out mm. as they're going over their search. And you walk over to this uh, older gentleman in his very nice uniform. I understand you wanted to speak to me. Bazine. Uh Yes. Is there any particular reason you decided to stop me and you know, search my cart? Like, I mean, we are just merchants. We have nothing to hide, but we also have nothing to hide. So there's no reason for you to be doing this. I mean, is this like a routine deal? Or I mean, he said something about being on guard about weird things happening. I mean, we've we've come firsthand, first face to face with uh, some weird things coming out of the miasma, but that's that's just kind of our which is understandable. Yeah. We get that. There's been an increase in attacks by aberrations. So, we've beefed up numbers around the border. I mean, we wouldn't like smuggle an aberration in. It'd be trying to kill us if we had anything in our cart. So, oh, you'd be surprised what some merchants would do. And he says that very pointedly. I'd take offense to that, personally. Pardon me. Excuse me, sorry. But uh, it's just the truth of the matter. Well, listen, uh, General, I'm going to say you're a general. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a lieutenant. My name is Corb Hildegard. Uh, general Hildegard, or Lieutenant Hildegard. Thank you. Maybe someday. Yeah, we'll see. You'll get up the ranks. But you see, we're just merchants. We we weren't gonna try and do anything to harm the city. We're just trying to get into the city. Just you know, trying to see if we can sell some wares, and then maybe hopefully get the heck out after we're done. Hmm, I understand. I mean, it it is I, just the way of life that merchants do have, and I I respect that. Yeah, I can understand why you're a bit shaken by everything that's happening right now. So I can understand why you want to like make sure we're not doing anything crazy. Wow, I cannot believe I'm getting to hear Sierra Scorchkin sweet talk somebody. I know, right? It's so weird. Doesn't happen. I told you guys not to worry. I know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Degrass, back in the wagon. Uh, are you like sleeping on a couch or something? <laughs> yeah, and then like I've got like, the hat like Indiana Jones. Like, yeah. One, yeah. Of, <laughs> one of these uh, soldiers literally just tilts the couch so you fall out of it onto the floor. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Hey, I'm, j I'm just searching, dude. Don't freak out did i really blend in that well to the couch to be honest i just didn't want to wake you up 
Hmm. All right. Well, seems like you've done that anyway. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sorry. It's just now I'm more tired. Well, he puts the couch back down. I mean, I, I, there doesn't seem to be anything under the couch, so you can go back to doing whatever you were doing. Well, I could have told you that. Well, you were asleep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and back outside. What I'm saying is, you don't have to worry about us being suspicious or anything like that i'm sure once they're done checking our cabin you can see that everything's in order well i appreciate that and i appreciate your honesty and your candor in this matter thank you our main concern we just we understand that you're very on guard but we just would like not to be hassled further once we get into the city oh once you get into the city it'll just be uh, normal goings on these are just uh, preliminary measures if you don't mind me asking though like how bad is it? Give me a, on a scale. Well, hmm. Scale of what? The miasma disaster to uh, a regular old day. Yeah, that. I'd put it maybe about a five. Oh, that's... People are still... It, it's... With the increase in the attacks, everyone's a lot more on edge. Oh, okay. So that... Okay, so yeah, five's a good number then. It's certainly not as bad as whatever happened in Porta Plenty a couple weeks ago. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That. That seemed like a doozy. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm sure it was. We, we've we only heard stories, but I imagine it was just uh, right, not right. pleasant. And just as one final preliminary measure, we have a, a specialist. Give a look at the members of your traveling party. What, oh, sure. That's totally fine. What sort of specialist? Uh, just someone who knows uh, particular people we should be on the lookout for. Oh, that is totally it, definitely like a fine. like a, a another member of the military or like a scientist. Or... Oh no no no, he's he's an outside consultant. He wouldn't have to be some sort of wanderer or something like that. I feel like you're asking too many questions. I'm just curious. At this point, you hear the for you, Sierra, particularly the very familiar jingle jangle. Oh, of boots. I got spurs. That jingle jangle jingle. It's <laughs> very measured oh. footsteps. Huh. Hmm. Approaching from around the uh, this like small building that they've erected. Bazine, I want to say firsthand, I'm sorry. This is why I was asking questions. Sorry about what? Uh, he's back. And <laughs> you say that as he rounds the corner in his cavalryman's coat, riverboat gambler hat, crossbow on his hip, rod in hand. Motherfucker, Defton Wolf oh, McDougal. He got a new rod. He got a new rod. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. This one looks nicer. Oh even. joy! Mm-hmm. And he's just all fang and smiles, like thumbs looped in his belt. He's fuck- the fucking cock of the walk out here. Ugh. I like to point out I have a big smirk on my face, but it's not like a happy smirk. <laughs> it's no. a, of course, this would happen. Com- smirk. It's a completely. I'm done with today already. Corb, what do you call me? Oh. Oh my goodness. Lyra gives a small wave like, hey. <laughs> okay, now I see why you called me out here. So these are people we need to worry about? Um, hmm. Yes, I would probably say you might need to. Oh my God. All right, that's not quite fair. We're not much more to be concerned with than other people Um, in his previous line of business. Corb like whistles and... Swings his hand around. I'm pretty sure the lieutenant already knows about his previous line of business. The uh, people who are inside of Business Bazaar filter out, and a couple of people filter out of the building, and they start. And there, there are, in total, seven people and uh, Colrain, Defton Wolf McDougal, the orc, 
All right. And then the three of you and uh, DeGrasse, you were being woken up and hustled outside with Else. All right, Bazine, assume the position. Listen, and, um, listen, listen. I know my rights. This is classism, and I will not stand for it. I want my Le- lawyer. Lyra. Do I really have to turn into a fucking buffalo again? No. Stop, stop, no. stop. We're in a, we're near a military place, people. Now, 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 now. Lieutenant and Sierra, you notice Colrain's sort of making very pointed, like very like purposeful eye contact with you. Oh, I hate you so much. But like not in this. He's like, you can see on his face there's worry. Oh, my God. His eyes are very wide all of a sudden. And he's looking at you, back at the lieutenant, at you, back at the lieutenant. Very like pointedly. Shifty. And you can and you look down at his shooting hand and he's sort of flexing it. And he raises one eyebrow at you, takes a step back. Now, there's no need to get violent. Trust me, we're not going to get violent. All we just want to do is get into the city. Mother Why do you think my hands fucker. are up? Motherfucker. <laughs> he pulls the crossbow. Oh, my. Aims it directly at the back of Corb Hildegard's head and pulls the trigger. <laughs> Could I do a deck save of some form? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do. So he shoots Corb in the back of the head. Corb goes down, starts falling. He runs, he like does like a combat roll McCree style over to you, Sierra. Damn it, Colrain. He was going to be a little, he was probably going to be a general. Just start fucking flinging. We got to do something. Ah! And you guys assume the back-to-back position. <laughs> oh, so he's on our side now. <clears throat> Listen, I will explain myself later. We are in the middle of something very big. Please help. I'm more insulted that you killed a man who's going to be a general. <laughs> he had a chance. He has the very makings of a modern major general. You well, know? now he has the makings of a corpse. We need to do. We need to go. <laughs> this is canon. Sierra's cackling. <laughs> and these soldiers are gobsmacked that this thing has just occurred. I take one one's ankles out with my whip. Okay. Uh, roll. Uh. To deceive. <laughs> well, you know what? Just roll your damage, guys. I don't think he was expe- Nobody was expecting this. I need a- I sure as hell was D10. it. D10. How the hell? Damn it. I said I'll explain myself later. You better. Oh, it's nice and heavy. That's an eight. That's an eight, everybody. So I do damage. Also, I get to add a, pl- a D4 to that if I wanted to. That is- Do you want to add another- do you want to? Well, just... I don't think I want to kill this kid, actually. Oh my <laughs> God. Don't kill this kid. He's yeah, got a I lot just wanna, to wanna. I just want to conk him out. You know? So background, we did level up between episodes. Yeah, we're level three now. And Lyra, you now have a new ability called what? Uh, I have a new ability called Merciless, which anytime I deal damage, I get to add another uh, plus D4 damage. All right. So you use your whip Mm -hmm. and you take this kid's legs out from under him. I want him to hit the ground hard and be unconscious. Oh, oh, he hits the ground very hard. (laughs) He hits the ground like back of the head first. Mm -hmm. It's like one of those, It's like he tries to take the bump Yeah, and then he just... Yeah. Knocks himself out. Cool. And you're down to <laughs> six combatants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra, what do you do? I was not ready for this day. <laughs> I was not ready for this. I just wanted to go into the city. No violence. Yeah. I just wanted to get that money and go on spring break. <laughs> I was I was ready for uh, a, uh, a rolling in style lawyer special. <laughs> I was I, not ready to become a war criminal. <laughs> really? Oh, you guys don't even know what the extent of this is. Uh, cool. I'm about to say, how apparently it's that bad that he killed a goddamn lieutenant. All well, right. Well, Sierra, what are you doing? <laughs> I guess I'm burning branding. It. Okay, roll burning brand. <laughs> burning Brandon. I'm burning Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> 
to all Brandons out there, mm-hmm. you burnt. Some, you burnt. Some bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's an 11 on the die. Son of a bitch. How much is that all together? 13. God damn. All right. You really. So you, you hit him. You meant that. No, he, he summoned his burning uh, brand. I just summoned my burning brand. I didn't okay. see what I'm doing with it. What are all those tags? <sighs> all those beautiful well, tags. Well, I don't know. I wasn't intending to fight. <laughs> <laughs> You know you have fists, right? I know. <laughs> far. All right, far. Remove the dangerous tag. Okay, not dangerous. And messy. So no, messy. Okay, so messy but not dangerous. Yes. I'm just trying to make a pillar of fire to like block them. Okay. I see. Sure. So Because uh, I don't want to hurt these small children. So you're basically doing like a wall of fire? Yes. Oh, man. All right. I'm not hurting these small children. So you you basically you cut them off from you with your burning brand. I'm cutting them off from all of us. All right. So we can get into the city, I guess. <laughs> you guys just running? Yep. All right. So uh, right in front of all of you, Sierra just like <sighs> pushes up out of the ground this like flaming wall. What direction is it, though? It's a good question. <laughs> That's absolutely pointing toward them. It's, to- it's pointing towards the guard kids. As in, where are we in relation to the the, You're with the me. <laughs> What's the plan, Stan? I think the plan is to run. Okay. Yeah, it's just to run. All right, we're running. We're running towards anywhere we can get into this big castle. You all start hightailing it back to Bazine's Bazaar. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see uh, Bazine like, signaling to Buck to get the thing going. I grab a drowsy looking to grass and throw him into the thing. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's he's happening? Like, well, yeah, he's like, he's like I, I, don't, I feel like I'm just like floating around from place to place here. <laughs> you kind of are. <laughs> Time is a construct. Or Hollybell and... And Spiegel. We got, the whole, <laughs> we got the whole gang plus an added extra that we Spiegel. didn't want. Quick bit of a cannon in here, if I may. Yeah. Potential idea. Uh, on the journey up here, DeGrasse was so stanky that they made him walk as a buffalo outside alongside the carriage. <laughs> so now he's point. very tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cannon. Cannon. <laughs> They're like, dude, like get the can. fuck out. And he's just like, <laughs> and by the time all these uh, these young recruits have uh, positioned themselves away from this flaming wall, you guys have made it back into Bazine Bazaar and you are heading out. Out meaning. <laughs> back in, I guess, do you want to head into Lockstock? What's the move? All right, yeah, we're, bu- we're busting through. Oh, God. <laughs> the move is Lockstock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys just plow through this barricade. Is, is, Woo-hoo. is. Bastard Wolf McDougal in our in our <laughs> truck here. Colrain came along with you. Yeah, cool. I'm saying we have all of our people plus an added guest we didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. You might want to start talking about what the fuck is happening, seeing as we are barreling straight towards Lockstock. Really? I don't know whether to punch you or just kill you. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let's not get testy. I'm already testy. Sierra, I just saved your skin and your friends' lives. You killed a lieutenant. You know what? You are a testy. Listen, he was more than just some random lieutenant, Sierra. Explain. You people have been somewhere else for a very long time. We've been busy. (laughs) So have a lot of other people, little lady. Yeah. You're still not explaining. You want to get there? He was a deviant. Everybody at that checkpoint was deviants. Even the kids? Especially the fucking kids. They they get to him early. Oh. That's unfortunate. (sighs) <sighs> Not the kids. I've been with this group since Sandbar. We came out here a couple weeks ago. That high-wing feller and that elf lady got some particular plans. Ah, uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I figured you would, knowing her. He points to Sierra. <laughs> you... 
What? You know, Sierra, I really love you, but you're absolutely the worst when it comes to making friends. You remember yeah. back when we were on that job in Glasstown? What did she do? Your little girlfriend is mad. Yeah, I'm aware of that. She's understandably mad. They picked me up back in Sandbar, like I said, and I've been running with them for a bit now, but... Wait, so what you're... Wait, so... Pause. You mean to tell me she's already in the city? Not particularly in the city, but she's got, uh... Eyes and ears, so to speak. Where is she? Somewhere on the outskirts in the Firth. Cool. Is she on her way? Because gosh knows she probably is now that we've done this. She won't hear about this for probably until it's too late. I can bring you to her camp if you want me to. I'm starting to think my brother might have been right. <laughs> How do you mean? Ah, uh, uh, my brother said it would be a bad idea to come here. <laughs> oh. <sighs> we're... Wrong place, wrong time. We're about to do something really stupid, okay? Oh, when aren't we? stupider but now that there's this it complicates matters although i'll say that take me to her all right well we're gonna have to get off the main road and you're not gonna see lockstock for a bit whatever to be honest i'm i'm pretty happy with that idea we can wait it off we need to deal with this first (laughs) you don't even know what this is explain what this is all right all right don't get testy like i said i'm gonna go tell buck that we have a new location all right you guys feel the lurch as the road becomes a uh, not road. <laughs> yeah, it becomes dirt. Yeah, dirt and grass and uh, tree stumps. Yeehaw. All right. So when they picked me up, all I knew was that I was supposed to look out for wanderers and I got to kill as many of them as I wanted. And I was fine with that. That seemed like a perfectly fine arrangement. Yeah, what yeah. else is new? Yeah, you're a very interesting person, huh? But uh, things became a little complicated the closer we got to Lockstock. Things became a little more apparent about what they actually wanted it got more personal yeah beyond that it got a little more aspirational say what now i think they're done just picking off random wanderers sierra they're coming to lockstock for a reason that being they're taking over lockstock so that they can take over shard so they can set this whole damn interdependency back it's more like a military coup it is (sighs) it is exceptionally like a military coup oh joy bunch of fuckheads how dare they? The way I believe they figured it is if they take over the military heart of Shard, it'd be easy to take over everything else. Yeah. That's probably not wrong. I have makes a lot of sense. That's yeah, not wrong. You sure you still want to go and see him? I need to talk to her. All right. If we can get that close, I'm sure she'd like to have a word. Oh, trust me. She will let me get that close. Is that a sex thing? Not anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> and you guys make off of the main road for about 15 miles before Colrain heads up to the front and you guys stop again. And he comes back out from uh, the driver's platform. Now, this will get us a safe distance away from their camp. We don't want to just drive up in there, do we? Do this, we? That's probably a bad idea. No, we're I'm not going to gonna do that. I would not recommend that. Your bird girlfriend has a very smart brain. All right. Let's she's, not. She's not my girlfriend. She's more along the lines of a surrogate daughter. I think I take defense to that too, but. Trust me, she is not that. Anyway, you're coming with me. Naturally. Bazine, you're also coming with me. I'm doing what? You're coming with me. Why am I coming with you? She knows you too. So fucking what? Bazine? It's not Do my I look like problem. I'm in a mood? It's not my problem, but okay. Maybe you can stop, you know, 
hands from being thrown, you know. Yeah, you're pretty much the only thing stopping her from killing me and probably me from losing my temper. All right. Because Colerain's not going to do anything. Oh, he certainly is not. Buck, watch the kids and everyone else. All right. DeGrasse, you coming? Yeah, I'll sail along. All right. So we got ourselves a little bossy. Yeah, just like old times. You and I remember old times very differently. Yeah, sure. All right, saddle up. <laughs> the Cox's fucking crossbow. <sighs> Are we really going to go with this semi-homicidal maniac? Me, Bazine, Coleraine, and DeGrasse are going. You're staying here. Why am I putting fucking time out here? You're not in time out. We just can't go into a gosh damn military base with a whole army of people like that. <sighs> we can't go into a camp like that. So we need people to stand back. Sure. I'm going to... You're basically if shit goes bad. <sighs> Love being the B plan. I'm going to have another conversation with my brother, so you guys have fun. <laughs> oh, we love those. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the it's you, Colrain, Bazine, and DeGrasse. Mm-hmm. With that, the four of you head off into the firth, through the trees, in the direction of the Deviant Camp. Now, DeGrasse, I know this is going to be hard for you, but I'm going to ask you to not say anything crazy, or than usual. Okay. DeGrasse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great decision. <laughs> Sorry, I've been... He's been in a bit of a slump since Oxbow. <laughs> it's been a rough month. Mm-hmm. DeGrasse, we'll talk about your issues later. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> I'll no one my... cares about your lonely soul. I'll do my part for the damn cause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the suffering of the children. Deal me in, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Right now, we got to deal with this. And you guys hike on. Lyra, you said you wanted to talk to, or- yeah. to Orion. Good fucking luck with that. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> book time. All right. Hello. You open the book. Mm-hmm. You're still around. In the time that you haven't used this book to speak to Orion, uh, a lot of the, the old... Almanac pages have come back. Hmm. But uh, toward the back, like there are usually pages in a book where there are in the back where there is nothing printed. Yeah. But this time that's not on purpose. These pages were left blank when uh, this odd miasma centric magic took Mm -hmm. over the almanac. So there, there, there's a small amount of space without Orion still uh, takes up within this book. As far as like his consciousness being split between Mm -hmm. the two places. So you flip through all the these like old like farming charts and like moon phase uh, cycles, mm-hmm. and there's a couple blank pages and a tiny moat of purplish light. Are you still here? Yeah, still here. So, uh, you know how you said that things were about to go to hell in a handbasket. Turns out, uh. That's going to be in more ways than one, uh, because uh, there's going to be a military coup on Lockstock soon, of people who mm, hate wanderers to a violent degree, which, you know, is is unfortunate uh, for someone of my profession. You're closer now. Unfortunately, so very close. Also, 
Uh, well, on a, I'm maybe happier note. I'm not quite sure. Um, we met some folks uh, that I assume might be like you. Uh, they they went to the the miasma and they're they're different now. Like me. Well, this is just assuming. But uh yeah, we met uh mate with uh You I mean there are more? Turns out there are tons of people who've gone into the miasma and changed. <sighs> Not just me then. This is in parts advantageous and terrible to hear. I I'm I don't even know the full situation. I'm much of the same uh, feeling with that. We we definitely don't know exactly what we're getting into here, and it seems like we're going to get ourselves into even more trouble before anything even begins. Uh, so I just wanted to let you know what was going on, and uh, that I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry everything's happened. I'm sorry that I couldn't keep a secret. I'm sorry that I am so damn stubborn that I have to do something, but there's... It feels... It feels like something I need to do, because I think if it's... There's some sort of inevitability here, and I, I have to do something, so I'm... I'm sorry I couldn't listen to you. When have you? <sighs> You're right about that. I I also wanted to let you know that it's not your fault. I, I mean, I know I don't know everything that's going on, but it's not your fault that everything's gone to hell. We all fuck up. We all make mistakes. I know that well enough now. I, I, I forgive you for, you know, involving me in this, and I, I think it's... I know it's not, you know... Basically, what I'm trying to say is I don't hold anything against you. And if I don't talk to you again, uh, it's because shit's at the fan and that's life. I'm sure you'll talk to me again if this is the path that you've chosen. And I know this isn't my fault. Because I know whose fault this is. No more words. <sighs> Didn't think it'd be that easy. And she she closes the book and puts it back in her bag. And she heads over to Spiegel and Hollybell. And with that, we will cut back to out in the woods with Sierra DeGrasse <laughs> and the gang. Party time. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Murder here boys. Here we go. Murder boys and a gal. Boys in the wood. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. Ricky! <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> and you guys are stalking quietly through this like midday brush. And you see a small clearing coming up ahead of you with uh, what looks like a number of tents, like these green fabric tents set up in uh, like a half circle up against the opposite side of the clearing. What the hell are those things? And there's that's, some like simple wooden battlements. That's our camp. 
and there's that flag with the the symbol the uh, the the hammer and the serrated dagger. Mm. Yep, mm. that's definitely her camp. All right, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it. I am not ready for this. How do you want to play this, Sierra? Um, because I'm certainly not going to let Colrain run this show. I take offense to that. You shouldn't. All right, you know what? I understand this might take a little tact, but I can do tact. I can be tactful. No, no I can't. No, no, you can't. Damn it. Yeah. All right. This is... Your place, Scorchian. Well, she's angry at me, right? Primarily, yes, but it seems like that flying boy... Well, he's probably angry at you, too, but... uh. Oh, right. How can I forget about him? <laughs> right. There's that as well. Is she doing that just to be mean, or is she really just that forgetful? I don't know. You'd be surprised. Okay. I thought she was just doing it to be mean. Both of you. Sorry. Take me to her. Well, then I guess we are going to let Colrain take the lead for a bit, huh? For now, at least. All right. And Colrain takes out his crossbow, aims it down at you, and nudges you out of the uh, of the brush. Oh, we're doing the, it this way. Into the clearing. Yep. Start walking. All right. And the two of you, if I give the signal, please come in and save our asses. All right. You'll know what the signal is. It'll be, it's it's going to be very unmistakable. DeGrasse, when you get the signal, go full buffalo if you can. On it. He can turn into a buffalo. He can turn into a lot of things. Holy shit. You ever seen a buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who haven't seen a buffalo? That's a ridiculous question. You'd be surprised. Well, they're, you know, they're native to some regions more than others, so. All right, let's get moving. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'm walking. The two of you emerge from the brush and start walking slowly across this clearing toward the front of the encampment. And you can see up on the battlements there, two guys with uh, long bows. I see she's still as flashy as ever with everything. I imagine anyone who's out and about has eyes on her <laughs> the, the guys enemy the, of number fucking one the guys up in the tower well th- they wouldn't know sierra on site only two Are of them sure? only two people know me on site and one of them actively wants to kill me the other one's just mad to be fair they still had wanted posters for sierra specifically in glass town and i'm i i would think that bogey would bring those along to be well, yeah, like the, if you the, see this motherfucker when they, when they left glass town they were about 40 <laughs> there's just murmurs around like it's sierra and now they've got uh, a lot of those people from Glasstown are probably still in the crew there. So, yeah, they might know you on site. <laughs> Just murmurs like, it's Sierra Scorchkin. But there, there are a couple people from uh, from Lockstock now in the ranks. And apparently, according to Colrain, in the city. How much want to bet if I call out her name, she's going to immediately come running at me. I mean, that would require a specific amount of happenstance. She's very petty. One of the guys up on the battlements pulls out like a, a rounded horn. Never mind. I guess I get my own entrance. And they just start. And there's no like, there's no like gate to open. It's just you see a bunch of people in the uh, the tents beyond the these uh, scant battlements sort of start to emerge. And among them, you can see uh, Bumfrey like grabbing her coat and swinging it on and oddly the first person to get there flying with ill intent of course. oddly and, and <laughs> reckless abaddon 
coming to this like lurching stop on top of the battlements, basically like standing there, like one taloned foot on the battlement, one taloned foot holding this massive saber is Cademan Hightower, the high wing from Glasstown. Hightower. You. So how you been? He's just like smoldering with rage in your general direction. He, there is a hatred in his eyes that you've never seen in anyone's ever before. Listen, we can deal with one thing at a you time. Do not speak. But we can deal with one thing at a time. I'll deal with you later. First, I got to deal with Hoagie over deal there. Deal with me. Listen, deal I got, with me. There's two problems here. Listen, you both want to kill me. Either way, I'm going to die probably. You can hear the ghost of fucking Lyra in the back of Sierra's brain like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I can just like, huh, if Lyra was here now. Mm-hmm. And there's just a, a firing line of deviants and uh, one Bumfrey Hogart filtering out into the clearing. Hoagie. Sierra, were you really so foolish as to come out here? Yeah. And you brought Coleraine with you? M- not really brought, more like he kind of just why is cole rainier he was supposed to be as i recall we put him on one of those outposts yeah but it's cole rain what did he what did he do what didn't he do i should never have trusted a wanderer no it's not that you shouldn't have trusted him he's standing right there for this whole convo <laughs> yeah he's just like jaw well no cole rain knows who what he's about yeah he likes being a, a shit kicker. Mm-hmm. So he's just sort of like smiling. Like thumbs, a struggle, yeah. Thumbs still in his belt loops. Mm-hmm. You honestly shouldn't have hired him. He, You know he's, I wouldn't say the worst, but no, no, he's the worst. He is the worst. I am pretty bad. I, I'm upset that he thinks that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you mind getting the Mr. Highwind over here off of me? He, I know he's pissed at me, but I'd rather, rather not have a saber in my throat. Why are you here? To talk. About what? You know what. <sighs> he he told you every... Colrain. I thought we had an understanding. He's an idiot. That's become apparent. His understanding is that he's an idiot. I think his understanding doesn't go much farther than his own survival. Uh, don't kill him. It, it's, it's like putting down a... It's like putting down an injured animal. There's no point. What good is an injured animal to the rest of us? Oh, okay. Dark. Anyway, I just came to talk. Well, you have an audience. Talk. You know I'm not talking to an audience. I'm talking to you. You'll talk here, or you'll die here. Cademan will make very sure of that. You act like I'm not ready to die. Talk. Why are you trying to start a coup? It is not a coup. That term doesn't even begin to describe this glorious revolution we have at hand here. Do you know who says that? Someone who starts a coup. Or, you know, maybe, I guess the more appropriate term is a hostile takeover. You see this, men. She doesn't understand our vision. You... <sighs> and you see, like, the, the, the group of uh, deviants sort of bristling. Your vision was to make a better place and a better world. This is not a vision. This is madness. You call it madness. I call it a grand restructuring. So you on top, basically leading everyone into your so-called new world order? The order should be changed, I think. Cademan especially thinks. Oh, I wonder why. But we, we would not be at the top alone. Really? 
I've done some digging on the way things used to be. There were kings and queens, princesses, knights. It's all so romantic, isn't it? We could go back to that. Things could be... Simple, stratified. And who would rule beside you? Well, of course, nobility. Certainly not wanderers, but there would be no wanderers anymore. So you want to wipe out a whole people, and on top of that... I don't want to wipe anyone out. I want to restructure. Sounds like a wipeout. I just want people put in their proper place. So, more like a dictator. In times of upheaval, one must dictate until order is established. Um, no. Is that really going to be your only rebuttal here? No. No. I'm not one for book reading because I find it boring, but the things I have read, dictatorships usually never work out. If I remember correctly... (laughs) I'm not trying to centralize the power here, Sierra. I'm just trying to give power back to the people who it should belong to. And you think it belongs to certain people? Of course. And not to everyone. Of course. Dictator. There would be no upheaval because there wouldn't be a central power. There'd be a number of central powers. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be kept in line in their place. In your vision. My vision. Cademan's vision. And she gestures toward the battlements. I don't think Cademan should have a say in anything. And all of our vision here in this camp and in... Places across Shard. You call us deviants. You mark us. And you call us wanderers and look down on us. The interdependency gave you that name. We put a feeling to it. I remember you had different feelings about wanderers. I had different feelings about a lot of things. Oh, I'm sure you did. (sighs) Well, I guess there's no sense in talking you out of it, so... This has been lovely. But it's time for you to leave. Uh, I know it's the most cliche thing to say in the book, and I'm probably going to regret saying it anyway. Uh, you're not going to get away with it. <laughs> oh, 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 that is a side splitter. Mm, I won't get away with it, she says. Boys, did you hear that? And they all sort of chuckle. Wow, they are all just lapdogs. That's why I like them. They do what they're told. Oh, hmm. Kinky. <sighs> I've had about enough of this. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Kill them. Uh, do I have time to sing- to sound off my own little signal? I was gonna say this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the sig- Let me- I'm, Do I even need to do a burning brand? Can I just do it? You know you what? You could just yell something. <laughs> For dramatic purposes, I'm gonna let you just have this one. Okay, just like, Colrain, signal. All right. He holds his crossbow up, gestures to you, fires it, and waits for you to track it. And you you, fireball it up. You throw a fireball. It ignites the crossbow bolt in midair and fills this uh, clearing with a violent red light. Lyra, you can actually see this light explode in the sky miles away. Ah, I knew things would go to shit. Uh, Buck, we might want to go that way. (laughs) Through all this tree cover? I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. We might have to go on foot. Then let's do that. Come on. 
I'm bringing the whole fucking game. I was about to say, me. did Degrassi and Bazine see that? <laughs> All right, it's buffalo time. And uh, do you transform into a buffalo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's morphin' time. You know what? I will <laughs> yeah. give, and again, for dramatic purposes, as I am the GM, I'm going to give you two hold as a buffalo. You don't need to roll. Sounds good. Thank you. And uh, Bazine hops up onto your back as soon as you transform. Hell yeah. <laughs> For listening to Play by Podcast, I'm Michael. Uh, you can find me online at a real writer or at Play by Podcast, which is the show's Twitter, which I run. Woo woo! Yeah, Leon? it's a banger. Uh, I'm Leon Barnes. You can find me at at Slabcats with a Z, um, with a K and with a Z for cats. Oh yeah, and a K for cats. It's really badly spelled on purpose. <laughs> Think cats from uh, Courage the Hardly Dog. Cats. Oh no, I completely base it on MC Scat Cat. Oh, that works too. <laughs> which is definitely the better pull. Mm. Um. Uh. I'm Laura. You can find me on Twitter at underscore not my division underscore. It's my my Twitter's a mess. <laughs> it's very exciting. Hey, what's up? I'm Liam. You can find me on Twitter at Liam Higgins ninety seven. No, it's out. Just keep calling Cleon, you fucker. No, no. We'll let him have this for now. It'll get it'll get changed I back know, eventually. I know. I had, had we had ATV Fest, and I need that, which is not All Terrain Vehicle Fest. It's, <laughs> It's, it's Atlanta God, television. It's Atlanta television festival. I had to uh, schmooze with people, and so yeah, you know, Twitter, this for all, Twitter all this professional branding was for his all-terrain vehicle. You're yeah, very, right. very professional Twitter. And, and yeah, well, well, the thing is, okay, so it's not, it's not professional, but it's not super. Like, I feel like it's a decent distillation of personality. And they're saying now that twi true. Twitter's a good thing yeah, yeah, instead yeah, of a yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to I don't that, use. So. Twitter for any like actual personal. You know, I use Twitter I just, for right. absolute bullshit. Oh, same, yeah. same. I, I just mean, I'm like, I'm like, I well, mean, if I you find this funny, I also, you know, yeah. I post art on it most time, but it's, it's literally just, just my sense of you're my the sense only of artist humor of us, though. Opinions, yeah, on and I occasionally post art, but it's mostly just shit tweets. Yeah, and a uh, big shout out to Adam Coble and Cesar Tora, creators of Dungeon World, and further shouts out to Cody O'Hea at Six Chord Circus on Twitter for our wonderful music. Yeah. Woo! And all them, all them motherfuckers within the abnormal mapping network. We yeah, love y'all. We all got them. Jackson. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> well, I mean, also our fellow podcast. We got there's like novel, not new. There's seasons. Uh, the Amory School. Your movies. Seasons. Your movies is coming seasons, back for the new your season. Your movies. So there's a new season up coming. Our up. sister podcast. Mm -hmm, oh, yeah. I've decided. Whoop. Uh, who else we got? We're, We're adopting them. Yeah. Yep. As our sibling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Voipcast, uh, Great Gundam Project. Woo, God, I just started oh, listening yeah. to Great Gundam Project. I'm sweating. Yeah, it's 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 research for season two. It's research it for really season is. two, and I'm watching along with, uh, I'm, I'm going back through the backlog and watching uh, the original Gundam. Banger. Also, there's a spoiler for season two, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. As if nobody listened to the last episode's end of show notes. Yeah. yeah. Now you know Now you know what we got planned for season two. It's, it's, it'll and be And we're fun. just going to phone it the fuck in. No. <laughs> we're phoning it in, motherfucker. <laughs> no, absolutely We're actually not. just going to play the audio from a season of Gundam in the background <laughs> instead of having a podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, I got to find a bunch of really good- Can it be G Gundam? No. 
That's season three. That's season two point five. D- damn it! We're going Iron Blooded Orphans, actually. <laughs> and you know this. <laughs> Fine. Stupid. <laughs> God. All right, everybody. Thanks for what listening. What can we be wing? Bye. 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 I want to be Gundam Wing. And out. <laughs> <laughs> A banger. Oh, my leg. Mm-hmm. My leg. <laughs> <laughs>